do you want me to like prescribe Accutane? I'm like, I didn't even ask. You need to get on Accutane. That is the only thing that's gonna fix your skin. The amount of people like throwing this advice to me, like, yeah, I could do this and this and this. Would you? Like, would you do that? The first time I used it, I was like, no, this is not like I can feel the film on my face. I could literally throw punches. It's time to get loud. Welcome back to Loud Talk with Lavia, a podcast where we break down the walls of beauty standards one flaw at a time. And today I have such a special guest. Please give me a warm welcome to Alexi McKinley. Hello. Thank you for coming on Loud Talk with Lavi. I'm so excited to have you here. I, can, I Honestly, this is such a long time coming. Like from so when long. we first met, when we first met on that brand trip, I was like, I felt so seen. Like I made a get ready with me this morning. And I was like, when I first met Lavi, I was like, you know, when you see someone who just looks like you and it's like, yes. I feel represented. It was just yes. immediate click love at first sight. Exactly. And we did a little texture check video on both of our accounts and people loved it. And it was so crazy yeah. seeing so many comments that were like, oh my gosh, like my two faves in one video. So like, I feel like we have a lot of the same followers, which is also really cool. <laughs> I know it is so cool. Like just seeing the community come together for the greater purpose of like skin positivity yes. is so amazing. Yeah. So let's backtrack a little bit. Me and Alexi did meet um, on a brand trip back in March. I can't believe we're like now just doing a like little collab podcast episode, but we both have very hectic lives. You know, I'm a student right now. You're a mom, entrepreneur, like there's just, it's hard to, you know, coordinate schedules when you have that much yeah. going on. But we did it. We're here. We figured it out. And we did um, it. so she also has her own podcast. It's called Unperfect, right? Yes. Unperfect with Alexi. Yes. And we'll be doing another episode on her podcast. So definitely go check it out. I'll have it in the description of this video. Um, If you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, it'll also be in the notes of this podcast. So definitely go check out the episode over there as well. But I am just so excited to talk to you. Like you said, you know, it was really nice meeting each other and I actually like followed you before the trip so um I had like always seen your videos come up I feel like you're like really viral video where you were just like I'm like so sick like where you're basically saying like, I'm so sick of having acne like that's the first video I think I saw of yours yeah yeah that was the one that kind of changed everything like I grew 200,000 followers in 48 hours after that 200,000 200,000. I was like, what the hell? But then also like, I didn't really know how to manage all mm. of the incoming traffic. And so I felt like I was just like constantly like responding to every comment, like putting right. everything out there. And it was just such a wild time of like, I, it just blew up. Like, you know, with viral content, just how wild it is to have a video pop off and then have the amount of incoming traffic and comments. comments. Yeah yeah well and like you never like are like ready for it because you know you post videos like every day and like you know you get like a couple maybe 50 comments 100 comments whatever but then just one decides to pop off and I feel like it's always the one you don't think is going to go viral and it just does always happens like that but I want to walk through like were you already kind of like on social media did you have a platform before that viral video or was that kind of the start of everything I was at 75,000 followers already because okay. I had, so I had 
when I first joined TikTok, it was the same time as everyone else, like in the pandemic, when everyone's just bored at home. Right. And so I just started going through my camera roll and putting out videos that I thought were funny. So like the first, one of the first videos I ever posted on TikTok got a million followers in like 24 hours or not followers, a million views in 24 hours. And I was like, wow, that's in, I've never had that amount of traffic. Barstool Sports reached out and they're like, can we share this video? We had like viral hog reach out and be like, Hey, can we license this video and reproduce it? And I was just like, this is literally insane. Right. We, so there, there were so many videos that I had like our lawn one day. I don't know if you ever saw this video, but it popped off and went viral. We had like water under our lawn and it was called the lawns. It is what we had it. And it ended up on golf.com. And I'm like, what the hell? So that was when I first started learning about virality. Okay. And that was, that put me to about like 20,000 followers. But then in August of 2020, my dad had a second stroke and the doctors gave him a, you need to look at hospice to me pretty much. He's not going to walk, talk, speak, eat, comprehend again. Mm. And so he was making these miraculous improvements. And so I started documenting his journey because I was like, you know what? This kind of helps me. It's very therapeutic for me to just document this and in hopes that it will help one person. In retrospect, it helped thousands of people. Like even someone I collaborated with after the whole acne video went viral. She was like, you helped me two years ago realize that I had a stroke. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh. So that popped me up to about like 75. But then when I finally was like, I was hiding, I was insecure. I was canceling plans. I was so mortified about the way my skin looked. And that's when I posted that one video that first popped off and went viral that added 200,000 people to my audience, essentially feeling like overnight first got PR from it. Like it literally just one video could change everything. And it, that video did. And it was just, it was insane Mm -hmm. to be honest, just to get that level of like, everything's happening at once. Like people feel sorry for me. I feel sorry for myself. Everybody has this magic cure for my acne. Everybody can help me right now. What's your address? Let me send it to you. And I'm so grateful and so blessed, but I also wish I would have been more intentional and like tried to be more in the moment. Cause I think I was just like saying yes to everybody who wanted to send me PR. Cause I was Mm. like, I'll try anything and everything. And like, this is so new and exciting. And it turned into a job pretty much overnight, but I was, but I didn't have any training. Like nobody tells you how to do this. If anything, people make fun of influencers. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it was just hard. It was a hard, hard to move from like, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my business type thing into being an influencer and people commenting on my acne all the time when that was one of the things I was so insecure about for years. So like, what was, did you share anything about like your skin before that video? Um, on my Instagram, I would share more things about my skin, but I think I had a few videos maybe about my skin. Cause it, you know, it's one of those things when you want to talk about it, but you're not quite ready. So you like Mm. put a video out and dip your toes in the water and then like, see kind of what reaction you get. And I, it just, I wasn't ready until that moment of like, I feel like absolute dog shit about myself, but if it helps one person feel better seeing my skin, then it's going to be worth it for me. Like I I had to get to that place in order to really open up this vault of this community of people that are, have been waiting for that representation. And how many, so I I still can't like wrap my head around this number. The fact that you gained 200,000 like followers, that is insane how many views right. did that video get oh um 
Let me look, because I, I had to pin it again, because I'm like, I need a little point of reference for myself and my audience to see exactly what that was. Right. So that video is at 6 million views, but the videos that really like continued to up my audience was my chemical peel videos. Okay. Like one of my highest performing videos has 15 million views on it almost from wow. my chemical peels. That's from so me cool. getting a fucking chemical peel. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like what? Yeah, so right. How? Because, okay, I, I had a recent experience. I posted like this literal get ready with me for work video when I, I was still working an internship like um before school started. So mm-hmm. I literally just would film my, you know, doing my skincare makeup in the morning. And this one video literally went viral on because I posted on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. It got over a million views on every platform. And it's because I started off the video like removing some pimple patches, which of course like people are obsessed with like those. But I could not believe like all the comments are not like because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't saying in the video like anything about me being like insecure with my skin or like anything like feely like that. It was literally me like doing my skincare, doing my makeup. And all the comments are like just hundreds and thousands of suggestions like don't use that product. Let me put you on this. Just DM me for this. And I literally didn't even read any of them because it's like, I find it too overwhelming. And I'm like, everyone becomes a dermatologist like that when they see like your acne. So tell me about like that side of it where you, because I know you said like people were saying like, let me send you this, 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 like, was that overwhelming for you to be receiving like all of these suggestions and like, let's say like unsolicited advice all at once? Yeah, it, it, I would be lying if I said it wasn't. I mean, think about it. Like everybody, if, if I'm someone who's commenting, I feel like, you know, oh, this is what worked for me and I really want to help you. So I'm going to comment this. Right. But then if you're the one on the receiving end of that and you're getting thousands of that, like I understand people are trying to help, but to one person, it is so overwhelming. And I appreciate everybody trying to help too. Don't get me wrong. Mm It's just, it's this world of being in the creator space and like putting yourself out there. You're putting yourself out there for suggestions and comments and people are going to stay off the wall shit and call you names, especially if you have acne. So yeah, it was very overwhelming, but I think my biggest, I don't want to say regret, but one thing that I can look back in retrospect now and help new influencers with is don't say yes to every single PR package Mm. or collaboration or gifted campaign. Like I can't even work for the most part with like really, really small micro brands because everybody wants to send out like their product to you. And then they feel like you're going to be the one that's going to change everything for them. Right. But then again, it's like being on the receiving end of it. Like it's such a, this don't get me wrong. Like this is the best job in the world, but there is challenging and overwhelming parts. And yes. I think the part for me that was hard is that I was such a people pleaser and I was like, oh yeah, I want to try everything. And like how nice that these people want to help me. And I want to like help them by talking about their product and trying their product, Mm -hmm. but I can't try everyone's product. So I was, it was really hard for me to have that boundary and that balance of like, what am I going to say yes to? And what am Mm -hmm. I going to say no to? And then actually on the brand trip, when I met with all the other influencers there and we were talking about our rates and this business because influencing is a freaking business yeah i had so many people at that dinner who have been in the content creator space for years yeah. saying do not work with the smallest brands because they expect so much from you like they're gonna ch- you're gonna change their life that's not to say i don't ever accept free pr products or whatever like this lip balm a company sent me the other day and it smells 
amazing and so good. And I just put a quick story on my Instagram about it, you know, but it's, it's just really overwhelming and it's challenging. And you have to use a lot of discernment to re like to figure out if you can actually commit to mm-hmm. using a product because brands were sending me their entire lines. I feel like such a spoiled entitled little brat. No, like no, no. I, I get what you mean completely because it's like, don't get me wrong. Like nothing makes my week more than when I open my PR but yeah. sometimes like especially I don't get very overwhelmed with makeup PR because like you can try new makeup every day right like do yeah looks whatever but skincare PR I sometimes do get overwhelmed with because I'll get something you know and I'll post it like I usually just post like all my PR unboxings on my story but then when I have all these brands like reaching out and being like okay so did you try like the product what did you think did it work on your skin it's like if I use every single product I get for like let's say a month like there's there's no way I can test it all. You know, I, I have to kind of like pick uh-huh. and choose what I end up testing out and pick and choose what I end up like giving away to my followers or my friends or stuff like that. So I think I have been trying to like say no to more things, you know, even if the product sounds really exciting and stuff, it's like, does it fit into like my timeline of what I want to try these next couple months? And yes. if it doesn't, that's just like that, you know, because again, we have one phase and especially when you're dealing with acne, you uh-huh. can't just like bombard it with every single product out there. Yeah. And that's what I was doing in the beginning. Like I was saying yes to every PR product and I was trying everything on my face because I wanted to, I wanted to please these brands. I wanted to help them where I could. Like I came from the business space, the entrepreneur Mm -hmm. space. Like I, I know that an influencer posting about your shit can change a lot of things for you, but also like, it was just, I, I should have said no to certain things and just, you know, been like, please save it for somebody who could actually try it for now. Mm. Um, but another thing that I want to mention that was really, really, really challenging. And this is, I think this goes along with the pressure of being a creator and putting yourself out there on the internet in general. So at the very beginning of me posting about my acne, there was all of these trends, you know, there was the dial soap, there was the head and shoulder shampoo, there was all of these things. And even when like small companies would post and like stitch my videos and be like, here's some things I can do to help you and da da da, and like end up sending me a box or whatever. I just felt like there was so much pressure from all of our audiences and TikTok and people on the internet in general to be like, you need to try this and you need to stick with it. And like, because this person said it will work, I'm now holding you accountable to trying this regimen for six weeks when it's like, maybe that's not the route I want to take. You know, Mm -hmm. like people wanted me to use the dial soap for six weeks straight to see if it would help. But the first time I used it, I was like, no, this is not like, I feel the film on my face, but don't you as somebody who, I mean, your skin is obviously sensitive. Like my skin is sensitive. We have put so much of a focus on our skin for so many years, like, and tried so many different products. Don't you, can't you tell when you're going to like a product or not? Oh, like the first time I use it, like obviously like some products, you know, like maybe you don't get like results or something, but like if I put a product on, like, especially like moisturizers, I find like I put it mm-hmm. on and I'm like, yes or no, like, or like uh-huh. even a cleanser, like for me, like if it, you know, foams the right way or like, just like leaves my skin, like you just have preferences, whether or not like it cures your acne or not, like you just have preferences on like what you're applying to your skin. I don't know. Agreed. That was the most challenging thing. And I think just in general with being a content creator Mm -hmm. with acne, that's really challenging is the suggestions and everyone's saying, this is what's going to work for you. And this is what's best for you. But what really grinds my gears is that that when people are constantly like, you need to get on Accutane, that is the only thing that's going to fix your skin. I could literally throw punch you. Like, so like, let's talk about because I, feel the exact same way as you because nothing drives me I literally did a full podcast episode like responding to like why I won't go on Accutane because 
oh my gosh, like the amount of comments. And like that video, I, I remember when my skin was like doing really bad, I made a video saying like, why I won't go to Accutane and it went viral. And a lot of people either really agreed with me in the comments or a lot of people really disagreed with me in the comments. And, you know, like some people would comment saying like, oh, I'm just like not as strong as you. Like I just had to go on it. Accutane saved my life. You know, like I just couldn't stand the acne and I get it, you know, and that's why it's literally a personal choice. If you want to go on Accutane, yes. do it. But like, why like do I have to do it to like please like you in a way right like if I don't mm. want to go on it at the end of the day like the only person that my acne is really bothering is me right so it's like and you know what else That's it. kills me and I'm sure maybe you get this too is when people are like she doesn't want to go on Accutane because then her career would be over oh my god I yes do I you had get those comments I had actually if we're going to be a little bit gossipy here and spill the tea, <laughs> spill the, the person, tea. the person who was the person who started the dial soap challenge. Yeah. I remember after I quit using the dial soap after a week, like I stuck with, I stuck it out for a week after I was like, guys, this isn't going to work for me. She was in my comments being like, she doesn't want to do this because if her acne goes away, she won't have a job or something like that. Like, like she was alluding to the fact that I want to keep my acne to keep my followers and to keep money. And at that time I wasn't even making money on mm -hmm. with this career, but I was like, I, it was so hurtful to me. Cause I was like, seriously, like, yeah, because I, because I didn't want to do this. Now we're just jumping to like, if, if my acne goes away, my career goes away. Mm -hmm. Like I have a way better personality than that. No. <laughs> and you do like, you have an amazing personality. I've met you in person. Even that radiates online. You're like, you're very much like, who you're online is exactly who you are in person. Like, that's the thing, like, I found right away. But what I always tell people, it's like, I've been content creating since I was 13 years old. Like, I did content when my acne was bad, when I didn't have acne. Like, I always was doing content. And, like, yeah, I deal with acne. So, like, obviously, that's going to be a part of my content, you know? Because pe some people are always, like, you just make, like, your whole life or your all your content about your acne. And it's like, okay, but then when I don't post about my acne, I post something different. Then people are like okay, so what are you doing for your skin? How's your skin doing? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you never right? win, you know? Like, what never. do you want to see? But um, I find that so funny because people are like, yeah, like, if she cured her acne, she, would, she wouldn't she would be making money. Like, and I've literally responded to some of them and I'm like, honey, don't worry about me. I'm good. Like, trust yeah. me, I'm good. And like, who would ever wish upon, like, even myself, like, I never do this on purpose. Like, acne is painful, like, let alone, like, I've been getting the worst stress breakouts lately and it is so, so painful. Like, why would yeah. I want to keep that? I Unless I was absolutely understand. psychotic. <laughs> like, no, but like nobody wants acne. And to tell somebody that they want to keep their acne or that they purpose, like, first of all, how do you purposely get a zit? Like, uh, do you just not wash your face? Like, do people purposely not wash their face or like, well, I know, to and I know plenty acne. of like men who like never have done skincare once in life and have perfect skin. Like it's yeah. like even if you try, like you can do it. You know, if you're yeah. just like, not acne prone. Yes, really the acne prone, the acne prone girlies get it, and that's all that matters. Anybody who says that someone tries to keep their acne obviously has had like four pimples in their life yeah. and hasn't just, even dealt with it. Just wash the way your we face. have. Just wash your face and drink more water, Lavi, and then your acne it's will be gone. It's and just de-stress, okay? <laughs> just be less stressed. Yeah, stop wearing makeup. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I uh, don't don't that... don't eat like shit. Like the amount of comments I get, I literally posted what I eat in my life the other day because I'm like, y'all think I literally survive off like just sugar. Like I I don't get it. Like, 
<laughs> what do you think yeah. I eat every day? You know, they're like so, sugar. But back to Accutane because I know you have mm. very strong feelings on this. So yes. I've never been on Accutane, and I didn't want to go on it because I had a really bad experience on birth control, and mm. you know I feel like I already know like. I was talking to someone the other day. Anything that like affects my liver makes me break out. Like I stopped drinking in February actually because every time I would drink, even like one, two drinks, I'd break out. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just like cut this out completely and see. Anytime I take like Tylenol when I'm sick, I break out. So clearly like even Accutane, like it goes through your liver. So I'm like, would that actually help me like in the long run? You know, once I come off of it, how would we be doing, right? So I just made that decision, like, you know, Accutane will always be, like, a very last resort thing for me, and I don't feel like it would actually help solve, like, the root cause of my acne, because you can just, like, you just kind of know, like, I know, you know, I break out at certain um, stages in my cycle, I break out when I'm stressed, when I'm, like, you know, not getting enough sleep, so it's, like, I don't think Accutane would be the solution for me, but I know that you have gone on Accutane, so I want to talk about your experience on it, did it work for you, you know, all of that. Yeah. So I first, to backtrack, when I first started breaking out, I was an adolescent hormonal teenager, right? Just very like typical story. My mom took me to the dermatologist. We were low income. So we went to all the like free low income clinics around here. They first start you off with the antibiotics. Mm -hmm. And so I was on minocycline, tetracycline, all the cycline antibiotics, I would use them and then they'd eventually stop working for me. Right. In retrospect, now what I know about antibiotics, I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have been on them Mm. because they, they just, they annihilate all the good and bacteria in your gut. So that's my, that's my bone to pick with antibiotics. But anyway, moving on in the cycle, then you go, we went to the the dermatologist and they were pretty much like, well, I think you should get on Accutane. And we're like, they're, you know, it, it'll, it's a miracle drug. It'll cure you. Da, da, da. So went on the first full round and my acne cleared up, but then it came back. Mm. So we went on a second dose of it. And that's when I started seeing the worst mental health side effects. Like at that time in my life, I only got through, I think half of that dose. And then like never went back to the dermatologist because I literally tried to kill myself. Like I tried to not be here anymore. And that is one of the rare and serious side effects that is on there that it can cause mental health Mm -hmm. problems. I literally went into my bathroom in my vanity. I was having like, I just, it was this feeling of like, I just don't want to be here anymore. And it was like, it just felt like nothing in my life was going right. And you know, Mm -hmm. this acne and then my lips were dry and then me and my mom were fighting. And then it was just like, it was, I think the Accutane like heightened everything because in that, at that time in my life, on top of being a hormonal middle school freaking out starting my period teenager Mm -hmm. then you're on this harsh drug literally went into my bathroom cabinet one night found this old expired bottle of aspirin like it probably expired in the 90s like my mom just hoarded all the shit but I took the entire thing like I took the entire bottle of it and then I started feeling like really sleepy and then I went to bed and then I woke up with like violent puking green like God saved my life, but I, I didn't go to the hospital or anything. Like it was just like, I was just on the couch all day, like vomiting, couldn't even sit up. It was horrible. Like my body after trying to do that, like, and I didn't want to tell anybody that I tried to do Mm -hmm. that either. Cause I didn't want to like go to a mental hospital or anything like as a teenager, it was just, 
I just felt like it would have added on to that. And it, I, don't, I felt like it was just a sign, like, okay, you need to stop <laughs> and you're still here for a reason. Mm-hmm. But that was one of the things that I cut out. Cause I was like, I, I obviously feel a lot different on this medication. Right. I started feeling a lot more hopeless and a lot more not myself on it. Like I, if you were to ask me now, like I would never do that again, ever, ever, ever. I'd be like, God, take me out. You know, that's, I would pray for it. I wouldn't do it to myself, but that medication has horrible side effects. And I know that it's a miracle medication for so many people, but I think that like birth control, it's one of those things where you go to the doctor and it's just, Oh, this is a miracle. This is going to help you. Here's all of these perks. And if you would like to know the side effects, here's the insert. Nobody fucking reads the insert. Nope. Everybody just throws them out. And I I think it should be something that's, that's talked about because you know, obviously many people go on Accutane and unfortunately, you know, you had to go through that experience, which I'm so sorry that you even had to go through that. It's something that people should be made aware of because I definitely, you know, looked into all the side effects. And for me, I even brought it up with the doctor that was like Accutane, you know, And, and the thing that drives me crazy is I'll go to the doctor for something completely unrelated. And they're like, oh, by the way, do you want me to like prescribe Accutane? And I'm like, I didn't even ask anything about my skin like why are you you know like it's just handed out like candy that and birth control like I swear and it it makes me so mad but I literally told him like I did not feel like my like that was my experience on birth control like I didn't have any of those thoughts of like I don't want to you know be here anymore or anything like that but I did feel not like myself I could not control my emotions at all I did feel very down in the fact that I felt very lost in what I was doing in life. And, you know, a lot of people would look at my life and be like, you know, you kind of have like all this business going for you and you're doing really well in school. Um, But at that time, I was like, I hated school. I didn't even want to film content anymore. Like, I just felt like really, really not myself. And once I got off the birth control, like all of that disappeared. So I'm like, clearly like that was related. And when I brought this up to that doctor and I told him like, okay, like, you know, Accutane, like, the side effects are like liver damage and like there's so many mental health issues with it and he's like yeah well sometimes you just have to like sacrifice some things for like clear skin and in like I literally burst out in tears because I'm like I would rather have acne for the rest of my life than be miserable like on a medication Uh uh-huh and have potential life altering damaging side effects because to have clear skin Yes. Like he said, like every medication has side effects. I'm like, I understand that. But like, I already know the effects that I had on birth control. So why would I like go into Accutane knowing that my body might react really bad to it? You know, like, why would I just put myself through that for like clear skin when I already kind of know that that won't be the root cause of my acne? You know, like it just didn't seem, you know, and when I told him, like, let's do some like let's run some blood tests, you know, like let's take a look at some other stuff. He's like, no, like acne has nothing to do with hormones like blah 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 I was like this is a man saying this (laughs) isn't that funny isn't that ironic I was like isn't that ironic that when it comes to acne and I feel like this is a very niche community of people who actually comprehend understand this feel this in their core you can listen to this and be like I get it but there's a niche community of people who actually feel it who've gone through it too yeah with acne like it is such an individual experience for everybody it with doctors and dermatologists people think that I'm like super anti-vax or anti-medicine or anti-doctors or anti you know 
all of, they put me in this box of like, mm-hmm. you're anti this because I've had an esthetic. I've had the two estheticians I've seen in my life have helped me more than the 10 dermatologists I've seen mm-hmm. every single freaking time I go to a dermatologist, even in present day, like the most recent was 2021. Mm-hmm. I went to a dermatologist and they were like, you need to get on Accutane. Like looked at my face for like five minutes, not even five minutes. Let's be real. Like a minute. And he's like, ah, I think you're a good candidate for Accutane. Uh, and it's, it was amazing. Yeah. I've had the exact, even women too. Like I, even with some estheticians, I've had the same experience. I actually, one of my friends who's like also an influencer, but she's also an esthetician. I went to her the other day because I was recently in Toronto and she's really struggled with like hormonal acne as well. So I'm like, I actually trust you because like you've been through it. Like, you know, yeah. like that my acne is just not like here for no reason, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. you definitely have to find the people that have gone through it. It's just hard when, like, it's just, like, feels like everyone is trying to shove Accutane down your throat. And it's, like, I don't want to take it. Like, I don't know what. Oh, it just, like, nothing gets me more aggravated than this topic, honestly. So, that's why I was, like, yeah, really excited to talk to you about this. Because I know, like, you haven't had, obviously, the best experience on Accutane. And I get it. It works great for some people, but that's why it's like a personal choice. And well, I, Labby, the other day, I, you know, I follow all Alex Earl stuff. Like obviously she's the it girl right now, mm-hmm. but she just got off Accutane mm-hmm. and in her video, like two days ago, she said her dermatologist said she should go on it for a fourth time. I'm like four fucking times on Accutane. Like that's not a miracle drug. If you have to use it four times yeah, and like the, what it does to your body, like the fact that you have to get blood work done to check and make sure it's not damaging your internal vital yes. organ yes. every single month. I'm like, is that not a red flag yes. to anybody? And to that's anybody? literally, I brought that up to this doctor that was like, no, like the same, same doctor that I'm talking about this whole story. And I was like, okay, but like, you know, I know that it can cause like liver damage and like, you know, and he's like, well, we're, we'll run blood work. And if like your liver gets too damaged, then we'll take you off of it. And I'm like, oh, perfect. Like let's damage my liver. Oh, is it reversible liver damage? Or yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then it will take me off the Accutane and I'll still have acne. Like what? this makes zero oh, sense, God. zero sense. And yeah and also like the amount of people in my comments too because like you know when you're on Accutane a lot of times they also put you on birth control right and I literally made a video saying like I don't want to go back on birth control because I've already had bad experience on it and the amount of people in my comments that were like well you can just get like a pregnancy test done like every week and I'm like I don't have the time for that I don't have the time I don't have and then they're like well you can just be abstinent I'm like I I literally could not believe like the amount of people like throwing this advice to me like yeah I could do this and this and this would you like would you do that probably not so like but like also people on the internet should not be giving medical advice like I don't think any civilian on the street should be like Labby listen I think birth control would work really well for you like how the fuck do they know that your body chemically would work with the chemicals in birth control how do they know they're just guessing I've never gone on the internet and said guys don't take birth control guys don't take action I've just said I am choosing to not take Accutane. I've Mm -hmm. acknowledged that it works great for some people, you know? Yeah. Like, I am just choosing not to take it because, like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, some other routes and I'd rather just not go that that path, you know? Yeah. But it just, like, it can't get through some people's, like, thick-ass skulls because they just, like, don't understand. Like, they're like, well, you know, you could just easily get rid of your acne this way. And it's like, 
Accutane doesn't work for everyone. Like, literally, like you said, Alex Roll, like, is being suggested to go on it for a fourth time. Like, clearly, it doesn't always work for everyone. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry, like, Accutane, like we said at the very beginning of this, should be a last resort because yeah. it's a harsh drug. That is a fact. Accutane is a harsh drug. It's not like a spironolactone where it's like a diuretic that they yes. use for like diabetes, not diabetes, high blood pressure. Yeah. You know, and you know, you could potentially have a little bit too high levels of potassium. Like obviously there are side effects to every drug. Oh, of but course. Accutane is a harsh drug. Yes. Accutane is right under, if not right with the biologics, like the immunosuppressing drugs. Like it is a harsh drug and mm-hmm. there are harsh side effects to Accutane. Mm -hmm. And this again, like for anybody listening to this and is like anti-Accutane, really? No, I'm not anti-Accutane. I'm pro do your own research. Mm -hmm. Don't just believe what you see on the internet, what you see your favorite influencers using, what your doctor just blindly tells you after like a five minute consultation. Exactly. You need you as an individual Mm -hmm. who has a sovereign body that you know yourself better than anybody else because you live with yourself 24, seven, 365. You need to do your own research and weigh the risks and the benefits and make a decision for yourself, whether or not it's going to be something that you want to choose. And that is your choice. And I don't think anybody should say that's a horrible choice or anybody should say that's a great choice. I think it needs to be your choice and you need to feel good in your choice. So if you look into Accutane or any medication and you're like, you know what? I think I'm going to give this a try. Then I am proud of you for making an empowered decision in your acne healing journey. And that's all. Exactly. And you know, like, you know, you've done the research on the side effects at the end of the day, like your body would be going through the side effects and you're like, okay, I'm like prepared for this. Like, that's great. Right. But like, you can't judge someone else for not wanting to like do something that like does would alter like their mental health, their physical health. Like, no, like it is like it, especially like just look at like the physical aspects of it, like the amount of dryness you have on Accutane because it literally stops your body from producing oil. Like that's a serious thing. It's not just like like a little yeah. supplement that like helps, with, you know, like it is a serious thing. Like you said, it's a very harsh drug and I do think it should be a last resort. And I think unfortunately in this day and age, a lot of doctors and people, even people just like recommend it, like literally like it's nothing. And the seriousness of it isn't discussed i know so many friends who like at like 13 14 had like literally just like a couple regular teenage breakouts and they're prescribed accutane and it's like what's the point you know and they're not acne prone anymore like they literally never break out and they told me like yeah i was literally put on accutane at this age and it like fucked me up completely because like i did not need that level of medication for like the three tiny pimples i had going on you know Mm -hmm. one of uh these stories are so common too. Like one of my, my husband's friends went on Accutane as a teenager mm-hmm. and his family is like, he changed like his whole entire personality changed after he was on Accutane. Like they're just like, something was different after yeah. he was on Accutane. I, I mean, if you guys look back at my comments on one of my pinned videos where I talk about why I choose to do the holistic route rather mm-hmm. than take the medications, I do more of a topical and then like try to eat better and, mm-hmm. you know, do like castor oil packs and just like clean up my liver and shit. Yeah. Like, let's be real. That's, that's, that's the biggest issue I think with a lot of people who have acne is your yep. liver, but some people have had like dry eyes that they got after having Accutane, like their eyes are super dry now, or 
um it like it it just fucked up their mental health or like their or, joints yes yeah yeah there's uh, there's side effects to it and some people come out and it's like it's a wonderful experience for them and that is amazing yeah but we also have to acknowledge the fact that for just as many people probably it's not a miracle mm-hmm. drug mm-hmm. and like you said like you're focusing on like cleaning up your liver like accutane isn't your liver's best friend so like no. you know it's like destroying exactly so if it like stems for that and I feel the same way I do like from what I've seen like it's definitely whenever I kind of like hit my liver or something like I break out so I'm definitely trying to take like more of that holistic route as well and just you know try to balance my hormones through sleep and like different supplements and stuff and at the end of the day like the stress causes like when you're stressing so much about your skin like that doesn't help you know, either and kind of side like, you know, switching the topic a little bit here. Obviously, I think from at least from what I've seen online, like you've come a long way with your skin positivity journey. What kind of like helped you decide that, you know what, like I'm going to kind of take my power back in this and kind of because I talk a lot about like choosing to be happy when you have acne because like acne fucking sucks. Like it's not like I'm just sitting here like I love my acne so much but like it's that choice of like favorite yeah (laughs) it's just that choice of like you know still living your life without like having the acne stop you from that so what was that kind of thing that made you decide okay like I'm done letting this like make me so sad every day there's this mantra that I started developing right after that viral video and that was I have to own this before it owns me so now I tell Mm -hmm. people like own own it before it owns you and Mm -hmm. that's with any in your life like if there's something that you feel really shameful about that shame is going to own you unless you own it and be like yeah I fucked up like yeah like I am a I'm a human and I'm figuring out this human experience and I made the wrong decision and it had this effect and I I fucked up and you know like it's, it's so much more respectable than in my opinion in general when somebody is like you know what I am really fucking struggling right now with my acne and I hate it and it's, it sucks, but, um, I, this is the second part to that mantra is like, I know if it helps one person, Mm -hmm. it's worth it. And at the end of the day that, that mantra, like the own it before it owns you. And if it helps one person, it's worth it. Those two phrases are my North stars because on the days when I'm just really feeling like, Oh, I am like, I'm breaking out. Like I'm on my period. Oh, cause we love having acne so much. This is my favorite zit I've ever had (laughs) on that topic. But it's, it's just getting to a place where you're like, okay, there's a reason I'm going through this. It's mm-hmm. switching your mindset to be like, how lucky am I to be able to go through this and help thousands of people who are going through this too, but don't yet feel strong enough, comfortable, confident yeah. enough to put themselves out there. Like Mm -hmm. there's not enough acne representation in the mainstream. You don't see enough acne representation on social media, even like with me and you and, you know, our friend Erica and everybody else who posts about their acne and their acne positive. Like it's amazing seeing how many more people are coming out and talking about their acne struggles, but still in the media campaigns, like I constantly call it good, good American. Cause I would love to collab with them and like do a gene campaign in my acne, but like, you don't see any of these inclusive brands have anybody with real skin. Yeah. Everybody's skin is well, real skin to us. Everybody's skin is perfectly Photoshopped yeah. and edited and filtered and blurred and poreless. And it just, their skin looks amazing. But then 
when me and you or other people in our community or other sisters, mm-hmm. when they have acne, it's like, that doesn't look like me. And now I feel ashamed because yeah. everybody's now looking at me like what's on your face. That's That's even like, even like TV shows, you know, like think of like yeah. shows like Riverdale or these other like high school, you know, you're telling me no one in that high school has acne. Lip, right. Like, like what? there's no, and acne is so common. It's not normal, but it's common. Like, yes, yes. Like, I think the statistic now is like 90% of people have experienced breakouts before. Yep. Why the fuck isn't there any acne representation yeah. in the mainstream then? Well, and that's like people always tell me like, no, it's not normal. Like, obviously your body's telling you something's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, that's not when I say acne is normal. I'm not saying like you shouldn't investigate what's going on. I'm just saying like, I'm calling it normal because like people deal with it and it's like a real life experience for so many. Like, yeah, like you said, it's yeah. common. And I remember I was, um when I like got my Disney plus account, I was like binging like old shows that I would watch when I was like a teenager and whatever. And I was like binging Hannah Montana because like, you know, love that show. <laughs> yes. Um, Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was this one episode and she got like a giant set like on her forehead or something. And the whole episode, like literally the whole episode was about how she was too embarrassed to perform with this set and they were doing everything they could to get rid of it. And then it like actually got like discovered and the whole world was like, <gasps> Miley Cyrus has like acne. And I was just like, I was watching this like as an adult and I was like how stupid is this episode like yeah like imagine young people watching this and being like shoot like I have a pimple on my face I'm not going to school tomorrow like the amount of DMs I get saying I didn't Mm -hmm. go to school today I didn't go to work today I you know canceled these plans I didn't go on this date because I got a pimple like like it it makes me so sad because it's like imagine looking back on your life and being like I denied all of these experiences because I had like a red spot on my face a momentary breakout because breakouts don't last forever they will go away yes that was one of the when you know going back to the question about like taking on this acne positive persona um after that video went viral and my skin was like the worst it's ever been like Mm -hmm. I literally if you guys are watching the video of this I had a beard of acne like cystic painful red inflamed acne yeah and I promised myself for at least a month I was going to go makeup free and so I went out everywhere that I went to the store to a friend's house to like football games and gatherings and like events no makeup and it was like exposure therapy it was so uncomfortable at first and I felt like everybody was looking at me and being like what is wrong with your face and da 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 but one thing that I realized like yes people looked at me because not it's not often that you see someone walking around with I mean the beard of acne yeah no for sure but I remember going to one of my friend's house and it was for one of those events where it's like her in-laws were there her parents were there all Mm -hmm. of the friends and I'm like oh my god and I remember her giving me a hug and like tears in her eyes and she was like I saw that video and she's like I just want you to know that you're really beautiful and she's like that like it's just awesome what you're doing and I was Mm -hmm. like okay like we're making a difference like I, I really feel like when you don't wear makeup and you put yourself out mm-hmm. there like that, like you're really saying like, I'm not going to let this own me. Yeah. You're taking that control back. Like I, I always say that, like you take that control back. And I was beating myself so much like literally yesterday and the day before, because like, I've just been getting like the worst, like painful. I mean, you, you get it. I know you get it. Like the mm-hmm. painful, 
um, spots. And I, I've been so stressed lately. And yesterday I like woke up and my boyfriend's um, sister and her fiance came into town. Like it was my first time like meeting them because like they live in a different city. And I woke up and I, I like told my boyfriend, I'm like, oh, I really feel like I'm putting on makeup right now. And he was like, you don't have to put on makeup. But like if that like, you know, if that's how you're feeling. And then he's like, but just remember, like, um, what's the saying? Like, I'm like blanking right now. Like, do what you preach. What's that saying? Practice what you practice preach. what you preach. There you go. I don't know why I blanked on that. But he just said that to me. And I was like, yeah, like if I'm out here on the Internet and I've been so good, like it's just like I was getting down myself because I'm like, I've been so acne positive for so long. And I'm like, why is it now that I'm like, I feel like I'm like backtracking, you know? And I was like, if I go online, I'm saying, you know, telling people to feel confident and beautiful in their skin. Like, there's no reason why I can't do that, you know, and I've done that for so long. I don't know why. Like, I was getting all of a sudden insecure yesterday. It's just like these new breakouts came out and, you know, you get used to your face in a certain way. And then when like more acne comes, you're like, oh, like it's back again, you know, that whole thing. And then I was like, yeah, like, screw it. Like, I'm not putting on makeup today. Like, whatever, you know, because like you said, it's not that people won't notice. And I, you know when I tell people when you go outside with like it's not that people won't notice the things that are different on your face or with your body or whatever but they'll notice but they won't care like if someone at the grocery store sees your acne they'll like they might look at you I had like the same I was full full of acne so obviously people it drew people's attention because it's like you don't see that all the time but like were they thinking about me when they got like back to their car no like it was yeah. just like a one second thought you know they just looked at me and kept going with their day right so and what are they gonna do yeah. Are they going to come up to you and like say something to your face? If they no. do, that says more about them than you. Yeah, but exactly. What are they actually going to do? Yeah. Nothing. They can't do anything because acne only affects the person that has it. Exactly. Another little side tangent, little sidebar with that. I do feel like society puts so much pressure on people who have acne to get rid of it as quickly as possible. Yeah. It's like, this find is- a solution. Yeah. It's like, you need to get on Accutane right now. Otherwise you're going to scar. And I'm like, what? So fucking, what if I scar? How does that affect you? I have so many scars on my face and I like, you know, I really don't pick my skin or anything on my skin, just like bruises and scars so easily. Right. And I have so much scarring. And sometimes like I, when I put makeup on, I'm like, oh, you know, like my skin won't be like ever smooth as it was before, you know, but at the end of the day, like these scars, they, they're not painful. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the yeah. biggest thing with me and acne. Like it's not even how it looks. It's like the pain is what bothers me the most. And yeah. the scars aren't painful. And at the end of the day, they kind of remind me like you got through that. And if you could get through that, like what the heck is like stopping you, right? Or on days I get insecure, I'll look at the scars and it's like those scars used to all be painful breakouts. Like who cares, you know? And like, yeah, obviously, like sometimes you can get down about it and have bad days, but I know there's just this whole fear of like, it'll scar, it'll do this, this. And it, like you said, there's so much pressure on the person with acne to find that solution. And I was actually talking to another fellow sister, actually her at like on social media is at sister. I don't know if you know her, she's from the UK, but oh, I love um, that. yeah, you need to follow her. She's, she's awesome. But she was saying how she felt so much pressure. Like she was the problem. Like she wasn't clearing her skin, like all that pressure, like you were just saying. Mm-hmm. And she said once she started to look at like skincare and all these other things as like a supplement and her nutritionist actually was like, acne is not your problem anymore. Like it's mine. Like I, that's like my problem now. Like I will help you like with this. Like she was like, this is not my, like, it's not my fault. I'm breaking out, you know, like I'm just doing mm-hmm. the best I can. I think switching your mindset to that because yeah, you're right. Like society puts so much pressure on you, like clear your acne right 
now and it's like it yeah. takes time to heal it takes time to figure out what's going on what's right what's wrong all of this and I think not only that but I also feel pressure you know since I am like an influencer and I use skincare and I would say like I'm pretty knowledgeable in the skincare space there's this pressure that I'm like oh people will judge me that because I don't have clear skin I'm not mm. um like I don't know what I'm talking about you know yeah I feel that so deeply. It's it's like, how are you an expert yes. when you haven't even cleared your skin? Yes. Well, acne is different for everybody. The reason yeah. why everybody has acne is different. For some people, it could be genetics. For some people, right. it could be hormonal imbalance. For some people, it could be an infection. For some people, yeah. it could be uh, bacteria. Like there's so many different reasons. And it, that's why everybody's such a bio. That's why everybody is different. Yep. And That's even like I- what my skin looks like right now for someone else would be like the worst breakouts they've ever had. But then for me, because I know what I was going through last year, I'm like, my skin looking clear as hell right now, you know? So like, you really have to put like into perspective of like where someone is. And that's why I always show like progress pictures and stuff, because then people, I remind people like, you know, like I'm actually doing okay right now. Like, yeah, I still have breakouts and stuff, but like, it's a whole journey and it's not going to just all disappear overnight. Also, a lot of people think my scars are still acne and it's like, no, like obviously they, especially when I'm in the sun and stuff and they get more red, like they look like I have acne everywhere and it's like, I don't. So I don't know. There is, there is that pressure there, but I know you've been taking like more of the holistic route. I know you're actually like, cause you're working now exclusively with face reality, right? Yes. So that's the only skincare that I use. Mm -hmm. And so I look at face reality, like I, I used them before I broke out or was on social media, like doing the damn thing. I used them. They cleared my skin. I stopped using them because I was like, I'll take it from here. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, that's when I dermaplane with a dirty razor. I think when I had that beard of acne, it was like their damage and then the stress and then the bacteria and it was just the whole clusterfuck of things. But when face reality was like, do you want to partner together exclusively and like clear your skin up? I'm like, please, can we please? But it's nice. Cause I used them before I knew they worked. So mm-hmm. it was just like, it was one of those partnerships. That's like, it just was so natural. Cause I already know, loved and trusted, trusted the brand. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a brand I'd never used or worked with before, but I also look at face reality as more of like a a bandaid approach, because if I stop using it, I will start breaking out. Right. So that's how I know, like, it's so nice to have face reality and have that topical treatment that I don't have to put harsh chemicals in my body or worry about my liver or anything like that. My acne is taken care of. My skin is glowing, but also it's a good reminder when I like slip up a few days and then, you know, my skin starts being like, Oh, can we come back out? Like the breakouts, it's a good reminder of being like, okay, there's still a route to this cause. Yeah. And I still need to work on my hormones mm-hmm. and my liver and detoxing and clearing my detox pathways and self-care and stress reduction. But I think what a lot of people don't realize with acne is for the most part, there's not that one stop cure all fix. Yeah. Like, like face reality, great, great brand. Highly recommend if you're like, I want to get rid of my acne now because it's helped my skin so much. I'm on my period right now. So I have a little Henrietta. Hello, little friend. I have a little friend, but I think what people need to realize when you have acne is you got to change your lifestyle Mm -hmm. and it's not a bad thing. And it shouldn't be scary. Like when you have acne or you have psoriasis or eczema or anything, that's like an inflammatory condition in your skin, in your life. Like you really do have to change your lifestyle. You have to work on self-care and stress management and watch what you eat. And Mm -hmm. 
read the labels to the foods and do self-care practices that help your body help assist your body in detoxing and letting go of shit. Cause if you guys haven't read it yet, you need to read the book. The body keeps the score by Dr. Bessel Vanderkolk talks about everything, like how everything from your childhood, everything lives in your body. And if it's not released somehow through yoga, meditation, breath work, um, EMDR therapy, like it, it's going to come out and somehow, and to an extent, I actually do believe that some of my acne is formed and caused because of some trauma and some emotional wounding that comes out. Like when I'm very stressed, I break out like insane. Mm-hmm. And I know, same. I know literally yeah, you, as you said before, like you, you're super stressed and your skin's breaking out and it's just acne is so fucking hard, but Honestly, if we can all just take a look at it through a different lens of like, okay, what is this trying to teach me? How can I change my lifestyle? How can I become like the next best version Mm -hmm. of myself? And like, really, when you have acne, you really have a window of opportunity that not a lot of people have to get to know yourself better and have a good relationship with yourself and understand your body in ways that uh maybe someone else couldn't. Yeah. I always say acne. I literally made a video about this probably like a few months ago. I said, acne really does keep me in check. Because it keeps mm-hmm. me like eating good, exercising, de-stressing, you know, like it keeps me in check. And every time I slip up, she lets me know. <laughs> so like, yeah, she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And sometimes I'm like, give me a break, you know, but like it does keep you in check. And I always say like acne has taught me so much more than just like things about my skin. It's taught me, you know, patience. It's taught me so much that you just like shouldn't focus so much on your like physical appearance that like that doesn't define your worth and you know like just so many actual like life lessons my acne has taught me you know so you really do have to just look at it in a different lens and as you said take it as an opportunity to learn and think okay why am I going through this and kind of dig deeper into like the lessons that's coming out of it because otherwise it just sucks like if you don't change your perspective all it all acne is is just like a shitty situation that's it so like might as well look at it through something else yeah that's a mic drop right there that literally if you take one thing from this episode let it be that like you have to change your mindset around your acne otherwise it's going to own you literally so before we end off I want to switch to another topic here so you obviously you know don't just post about your skin you post about your family and like your marriage and all that how has or how hasn't acne like affected you know your marriage and the fact of like those doubts of like how does your partner see you because I get questions about that all the time and I always say how like I I started dating my boyfriend when my acne was literally at its like peak inflammation so I always tell people like you know like don't date someone who makes your acne a big deal because like uh, the red flag immediately you know so yes I want to talk to you about that like you know did that ever affect you when you were feeling really low in your skin did you ever have those thoughts of like how could like my husband love me if like my I I can't even love myself like did you ever have any of those thoughts honestly I got really blessed when it came to my husband because he like I I met him in high school Mm -hmm. and I had breakouts and you know in high school I would cover them up like I was so Mm -hmm. anxious about them isn't it funny in retrospect, like if I could go back, I would be like walking around the halls, like what, you know, but I didn't have the confidence (laughs) level then. But, um, when we started dating after I graduated from high school, um, I, I still had breakouts here and there. Like my skin is just a roller coaster all the time. Like sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's really bad. It just is what it is. Mm -hmm. It's the season. He has never made a big deal about my acne. He has never even like the only time he'll ever comment on my skin is if like, 
if he's like, wow, your skin looks like really good today, you know? Yes. Yes. And that that's it. Like, he's never been like, oh my gosh, you should go see a dermatologist or like, are you okay? Like if I'm having a really bad day with my acne and like breaking out really bad and like crying, he'll be like, does it hurt? You know, like he's yes. very empathetic and he's very, but, but he doesn't make it a big deal. He's not like, oh, my, you need to go to a dermatologist and get that fixed. So you should go get on meds or anything. Like the right person, if you have acne is going to see through that. They're going to love you for your personality, your mm-hmm. shine, your characteristics, like other things about you. Like if somebody bases your worth on your acne, you need to run red flag, get to the Hills, drop, kick that motherfucker, get away from that person because that person is going to ruin your life. And it's going to take you years of this nasty, toxic, abusive cycle for you to realize that. So just do it in the beginning. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. And like, I always have people ask, like, if they're going on a first date, like, should they like, you know, tell the person in advance that they have acne or all of this? And I'm like, just don't like overthink it, you know? And I always think like, if you were going on a date with someone who had acne, like, would you really care? Yeah. Would you? you? Like if somebody, yeah, put yourself in their shoes. If somebody were to message you before a first date, be like, hey, just so you know, I have acne, you'd probably be like, um, that's kind of a, (laughs) like, cool. Like if you can walk into your first date and rock your acne, not even say anything about it and just be like, this is me, take me or leave me. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a thousand times hotter than somebody who doesn't have acne and is very insecure about themselves. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, I just wanted to get your perspective on that and you gave me exactly what I was looking for. So that's awesome. <laughs> but no, I, I love, I love this, the confidence you have and I'm so happy that, you know, you are able to look at your acne journey in a very similar way that I've been like find all those like deeper meanings and lessons. And you know what, even if there are no deeper meanings or lessons behind it, like this is, I think one of the best coping strategies when you're dealing with acne, you know, like, yeah, you got to be a little Delulah sometimes and you, know, yes. like, you yes. just have to like find the deeper meanings because sometimes it does help. It's like coping with anything that's hard in life. You just have to like change your perspective on it. And, you know, acne isn't easy, but it becomes a lot easier when you do kind of change your mind and even find people in the community, you know, whether anyone listening follows like me or Alexi or just have friends or people in your life that you can talk to. And I think the biggest thing is like, I have never had an issue like posting my skin online. It's always just like the in-person interactions, especially with like family or friends like that. I don't know why, but that always feels a lot more embarrassing to me than like posting a photo online. Right. Because I think when you're in person, you get those micro expressions and you get like the, you know, when you can just tell that someone's like looking you up and down. I feel like you get that. We're on the internet. You kind of have this shield of like, I can't tell what they're thinking or what they're saying. And I'm not going to even try to interpret it because I can't see your face. Yeah. But I totally also, I think when you post your acne, you do get more people who understand and get it. Of course, you're going to get some trolls too. Oh, yeah. But for the most part, people are starting to become vi- much more acne positive. Mm-hmm. And I hope it can continue. Sorry, I got to put some women on my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I got them tattooed the other day. Oh, uh, people- okay. <laughs> they look really good. I saw your video. <laughs> ombre brows I I so that's another thing with acne slash oily skin I couldn't do the microblading where they like do the the strokes so she was like let's do the powder but that's that's another thing like you can still do all the beauty things with acne like it doesn't stop your life exactly Um, don't don't let it stop your life that's the biggest thing don't let it you are in 100% control of your own life sis Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly I forgot I forgot what my tangent was on before I put ointment on my eyebrows (laughs) 
Well, I think um, obviously I feel like we could talk for hours, which I mean, we're going to be talking more in your episode on Unperfect with Alexi. That will be again in the description of the YouTube video or if you're listening in on Spotify, Apple, any other streaming service, just go check out Unperfect with Alexi. But that is it for this episode of Loud Talk with Lavi. Thank you so much for getting loud with me. I like really enjoyed our conversation so far. I feel like we can really relate on another a lot of things and it was really nice getting your perspective and just like ranting about acne sometimes, you know, you just kind of need it. Let it all. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Hey, let's continue this conversation on my podcast. Yes. We'll just pick it up from here. So definitely go check that out, guys. Um, Don't forget to tell yourself something you love about your skin today and give this podcast a thumbs up on YouTube or a five star rating on Apple, Spotify or whatever you're listening to this episode on. But I love you guys all so much. And you'll hear from me in the next episode of Loud Talk Lovey. Bye, everyone. Bye.